This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Jackson's there. Billy did. The goal. Chris Billy Huddersfield Town. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2. Huddersfield. Oi. Thank you. Rupian Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. For Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, Twitter Spaces. Uh, Luton Town 3, Huddersfield Town 3. A tale of young players, this for the Terriers. Uh, one of them magnificent in the middle of the park, another struggling at the back, and one who uh, broke in and got his first town goal. So uh, there's myself, uh, Cozzy, and Johnny uh, on here. So what we'll do, uh, usual case, we'll have a, a quick chat about the game, and then what we'll do is we'll we'll move on and then uh, invite you guys to call, uh, or even call, or, or to speak on here, and and you can have your say on, on what's happening. Uh, Cozzy will police that, as usual. Um, he's muted at the minute, so who knows if he's talking or not. But uh, let's let's crack into it. So, Johnny, um, you're on there with me as well, aren't you? Let's just make sure we can hear you, buddy. Yeah, I'm here. There you go. Uh, fantastic. So, um, I feel absolutely shattered after watching that. I won't, I won't lie. I feel like I need to go to bed rather than uh, rather than do this. Uh, <laughs> interesting game. I think just chat about the system. So, yeah, you know, against Reading horrible game really that we don't need to revisit but you know in that he's um he was quite happy with that 352 shape wasn't he and he started the game in in that shape and town i think looked a lot better for it the balance was there um individual mistakes obviously permitting um but you know let's talk about the shape itself two up front he's gone with Rhodes and ward a lot of people wanted to see that uh, and we've got to see it i thought that the movement was a slight issue up there, but Luton is a tight pitch, isn't it? So um, they've both done done the chances no harm whatsoever. Uh, good shape, uh, and you know we've come out of that, and um, it's it's a, a good point at the end of the day, Johnny. 
Yeah, I think it was um, it was better. It's probably more the team I thought he would have gone with, really, um, in his first game. But hey ho, yeah, um, improvements. I think we've got um, more players showing for the ball, more players' movement, a lot of quick passes. I actually thought at one point we looked like we had a lot more passes in that game than we did against Reading. We actually didn't surprisingly. Um, it certainly looked like we did. So maybe a bit more meaningful passes. Um, players didn't look so isolated. I still think a little bit more to come out of midfield would be a little, little criticism, but certainly better. I think playing Thomas back on the right and giving him that kind of wing-back role, um, I thought he had one of his, his best games so far this season. Um, his delivery was was exceptional, um, obviously for the, for the goal, but obviously then there was other great chances where the ball was going to a real dangerous area. Luton did struggle with that quite a bit. They could have put it in the back of net a few times. Um, Rhodes and Ward together, um, yeah, an improvement on. I mean, from an attacking sense, but still, still a little bit immobile. Um, but like you say, it's a bit Luton are a hard-working team, very dogged team, small pitch, so um, probably not the best, the best environment for them to as a pair. But yeah, certain room for improvement there. But also, I think some of the players that came off the bench did well. I thought I thought Turton um, again hasn't had the greatest great season, but probably his better game. I know he's only come on for for a little bit there, what forty five minutes. But I thought he kind of showed things up. He he looked um, had had some balance, didn't he? Yeah, um, obviously <laughs> didn't have to perform amazingly to to improve um, the lad he replaced. But I'm sure we'll come on to that. Fantastic for Jackson. I thought he um, had some good moments. Um, the Luton commentary is a little bit harsh on Jackson, but I thought he had some good moments. He's obviously scored the goal. It doesn't matter how he, how it goes in. Is a, um, absolutely. But I thought he played well. So, yeah, some real positives there. I thought all, all, over, all over the pitch, players looked improved. The other main thing I'd say is um, attitude, um, desire, um, running was much better. One of the things we commented on the podcast on, on the weekend was just that lack of running, that lack of bit of desire you'd expect from a new manager performance. That was more of a new manager performance for me. Um, and to kind of come away with the point and have to work hard in those final 20 minutes to do that. Yeah, um, you know, we're nowhere near. We've got to improve if we're going to climb up the table because we are, we are adrift now. We know that, but definitely green shoots are improvement for me. Potentially with a positive hat on. We'll see what people think in, 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 on, on this now. But yeah, definitely moving the dial in the right direction a little bit for me. Yeah, let's let's bring the bear in. Uh, Cozzy Bear, it looks like he's, uh, he's your uh, picture there, Cozzy. looks like you're with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle where it's a Spanish cucumber, isn't it? Um, <laughs> mate, he was, he was in, I went to a game on Sunday, 82 degrees Fahrenheit and he was dressed in that, mate. He was, I put his arm around him and he was sweating like mad and... Mate, there's worse jobs. Huddersfield uh, Town manages one of them, and but being a cucumber in 82 degrees, uh, <laughs> he is another. But let me, yeah, let I me see the Reading game. No. I'm, I, uh, I listened to the podcast on the way back on the plane, so I've got an open mind about it. I've heard, obviously, it's either a, it were a very downbeat podcast. It sounded like we were really poor, so that's my kind of head went on looting away. Uh, I remember when the team were announced, Matt, I, I said, good luck, Mbetty, because I just thought this was a game that, you know, I mean, he's big. He's a big guy, isn't he? There's no doubt about it, but I did really worry about him because you know how Nathan Jones gets his team to play and unfortunately it went to plan, really. But just positive, I was so pleased that Fotheringham's got something to build on here and that as well because I think everyone must have been pretty downbeat to be behind at half-time. It was a strange game and 
And again, shades of last season when, for me, the only thing we looked like scoring from was set pieces, which obviously we did uh, <laughs> to a great extent tonight. So, the, oh God, it's like, like you say, Matt, you must be shattered watching it. Where do you start? Because, oh, you know, well, let me can... let me steer you, mate. Uh, Go on, mate. It's good to steer you in the uh, on the rail lines. Uh, where I want to sort of start really is, um, you know, during the presser, uh, the club have been very forthright in pushing Sauber Thomas forward. Um, Mark Fotheringham's also talked excessively, hasn't he, about Sauber Thomas, Thomas and what he can bring to the club. Um, they've put him in front of the media. They've let them ask the questions. And, you know, he's taken a lot of criticism. But tonight was just an absolutely perfect response. He's played right wing back and he's run his ass off completely. Uh, he was outstanding today. That You know, his set pieces are back on point. You know, we've got two goals tonight from set pieces. You know, Ben Jackson's got his first for the club, which was a great moment. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I watched I watched it on Sky's red button, so I don't have any replay. So I'm not sure if that first one went straight in or whether it took a nick off anybody. But, you know, he's... he's an- yeah, it took a nick, Matt. Yeah, it took it a nick like, off that guy. Yeah, it looked like... Didn't look like physics, you know, the physics behind it didn't look yeah. quite natural for Sober. But, you know, it's an outstanding delivery. He's caused that. And he's caused a lot of mayhem today as Sober. And I think he's taken a lot of flack. Some of it deserved, some of it not. But today's a great response, isn't it, Cos? It is, mate. And, and it's been, I couldn't agree more. I don't want to touch too much when he talks about it in the pod, but it makes me sad when we, you know, get on a player's back and that as well. And you could see one or two instances in the first half where I kind of just weren't quite still going for sober. They one or two in the away end, waving their hands. Obviously, you don't know what was said. Hopefully, it was encouragement. But yeah, uh, you should never knock anyone who's got a blue and white shirt on. But we do like to do that, don't we? And that as well. But I thought Dwayne Holmes were good as well, Matt. I thought he had a good game. Uh, yeah, I thought it was causing them danger. He uh, was running into pockets. And their, their commentator knew that. And kind of, I, I was, uh, yeah, hopefully he's not. It was just a bit of fitness thing at the end and that's well, because he did seem to be kind of running about with an injury for a little bit and hope he's going to be right for Sunday. But Ben Jackson, absolutely brilliant. I uh, went to a couple of B-team games last season because I worked some weird shifts and uh, yeah, got a chance to Ben Jackson's moments. We were rightly proud of how, how he was doing. And I went to the B-team game the other week at Barnsley and, and Ben Jackson was stand out again. I saw Conor Mahoney was as well. So it's quite interesting to see them both uh, kind of in the team. And uh, yeah, Really proud. He kind of obviously didn't know much about it, but a lovely moment in front of the away. And I think he couldn't believe it, really, because he didn't really even celebrate with the uh, the fans. They were kind of wandering around like in a dizzy stupor. You know, one of those where sometimes you, <laughs> when I think you used to play it as a kid, where you pin, used to blindfold you and then spin you around for 10 minutes oh, and then take it off. Yeah, it was just strange. But yeah, honestly, at 3 2 at half time, I think everyone's feeling the worst. I think 4 yeah. 5 2 that Luton got to be so confident because they're. You know, probably couldn't believe the luck being in front and stuff. But I thought we handled them quite well. Second, I didn't think they they showed much, to be honest with you, on that as well. And uh, there was a ball in in the second half. You might know it, Matt, although you didn't have any replays. Oh, it was Dwayne Holmes. It was unbelievable. It was an absolute peach of a ball across the six-yard box. It just needed someone to gamble, ward or roads. They weren't doing it. And we were creating one or two things, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know where you're in. It's a good job it's not a Sunday pod because, you know, we'll leave it up to, you know, the guys on here to have their say in a minute. But yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed for Fotheringham because I just felt they needed something tonight going in. I think everyone's got the gu- uh, the guns ready, ready to blow him up uh, at half time. But, you know, we got that second half. They give it, you probably didn't see it at the red button map. They give Dwayne Holmes an unbelievable look. <laughs> they probably crushed him. I think they were really proud of his efforts. But the team worked hard. There's lots of problems. There's lots of positives, but I think hopefully people come away from that and Sunday, hopefully get a good crowd in there. It's live on Sky. Let's get it rocking and let's get a win because, uh, yeah, I've, 
something to build on for me. That's the uh, my takeaway from tonight, definitely. Can you imagine there was a, a love it wee man when he uh, when he took home, when Holmes off there. Yeah, um, fantastic. I, I think one player that I really want to speak about, and I'm so excited by this player, is Etienne Kamara. I I think he's absolutely outstanding for it for his age. How cool he is in and around the penalty box. It's it's one of these things in the defensive box as well. I'm talking about here. Um, the ball falls to him, you know, the second ball falls to him. And in his first touch pass into midfield to find a man, 19 mm. years old, this guy is. And he is finding, you know, he's so calm under pressure. Luton's yep. a pressurized place. The pitch is small. They've got two up front, two big lads in Adebayo and Carlton Morris. And they're good strikers as well. They're bearing down on you. And he's, you know, second start. And he's just playing little five, six yard balls, you know, into, into feet, you know, on the edge of his own box with, you know, he is so talented and Huddersfield Town really, really need to get him tied down to a contract because he's out of contract at the end of the season. Yeah. We could potentially I'll... lose him for nothing after stumbling upon, you know, what could be one of the best players to come out of our academy, you know, including Lewis O'Brien and Philip Billing. You know, he's that he's potentially that good. Um, we really need to uh, make sure we tie him down, mate. Brilliant, Matt. I totally agree. And I think in a struggling team, when he's got the confidence to do what he's doing, I think all power to his elbow. And yeah, was for following has been very vocal about working with young players and stuff and that. And that's got to be encouragement, for, you know, for Ben Jackson, you know, and, and other players as well. Conor Mone has obviously been around a bit, but he's still a very young young player and that as well. And yeah, I've seen what his set pieces uh, kind of scored at corner when I uh, have done that all the time, I and B team and stuff. But he's another one. And yeah, again, it's not obviously it's not exactly breaking news because last season we did it for fun. But again, he was very vocal uh, in his press conference about we'll score loads. He's very confident in his him, but we'll score <laughs> loads of goals from set pieces. Mark my words, and as if by magic it happened again and that as well. But I suppose we're going to have to talk about some of the negative stuff, Matt. Do you, do you want to lead that? Uh, just, well, uh, I wanted to I wanted to start you off with a round of who needs Tuffalo when we've got Jacko, but. You know, let, let's talk about Ben Jackson before we talk about oh. Mbete. I've, I've put a tweet out about Mbete and I actually feel really guilty about it now because it's not particularly very nice. So I apologise if he's if he happens to read that because it's um, not the nicest. But um, Cosy, talk us talk to us about Ben Jackson. You know, we touched you touched upon it with his with his mum. I know I actually know the the guy who brought Ben Jackson to Huddersfield as well, and he'll be delighted as well um, about him coming through but he's had to wait patiently he's you know he's he's signed a new contract I don't think he'll, you know you presume he won't be on massive wages sat there he's been champing at the bit that's champing cuz he's not chomping he's been champing at the bit for a long long mm-hmm. time and you know he's you know is he 20 21 22 now and he's he's waited he's been out to Doncaster he's been out to Bolton he's been oh, to Stockport yeah. and he's done his apprenticeship and you know he's he had a chance came on against Reading and he did that absolutely superb. You, you obviously you didn't see it, but he did that absolutely superb piece of control in the second half, which people will remember. And he's taken his chance today. He's by no means is he the perfect fullback yet, but for a debut, I'm going to say you know first proper proper debut this season. He's, he's obviously made a debut before, but for a, you know a debut this season in his you know start, I should say in his preferred position, you know on the left. I thought he did really well. I don't think you could ask for any more of that cause. And totally John, agree, mate. Well. And I must admit, I uh, gas. I mean, that's great, great faith in Fotheringham because I just think, where would you not want to kind of make you? I'm mean, not. I kind of had his debut, you know, last season. But Luton Town away is uh, not exactly the place with how they they're up on that and style and a very tight pitch and that as well. But he didn't look unnerved whatsoever, did he? Through the night. Uh, oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah. And then obviously, but oh God, we'll come on to him better later. But they just looked up. 
Jackson looked like he'd played like 100 games and then Betty looked like he'd played hardly any. And, and he, yeah, he looked really, really good. He determined. Uh, you can't beat an homegrown guy, can you? And that as well. And that's another one that's going to be added to our squad now is that, you know, Fulham ain't going to mess about with uh, reputations or who played last season and who, you know, who's done it before. It's, it's a clean slate for everyone. So, yeah, he must have been buzzing and his family and everyone to, for him to get the call. And what a beautiful moment because when it came across and that as well, I don't know what, Angle you had with Sky Max and good cameras on the I follow with Luton and as well, but single I feed, him, mate. just single feed. I just, I just thought, how's he got it him? Has it come out of his chest? It kind of come from his knee, didn't it? <laughs> then it just, no idea. Uh, no oh, idea. just a great moment. And I think, uh, I think it was Ali Turner went running, jumping on him, and that as well. And everyone rushed towards him. But yeah, absolutely, he'll be buzzing when he coming back home on the bus. And yeah, that's what I mean. We've got a you know positivity that we get. We need to kind of cling on to it and that as well. And let's hope we see my with a home start against Hull City on Sunday dinner time, eh? I think yeah, it's massive yeah. credit, like you said, it's massive credit to following him to back. It's one of the things he made a massive thing of saying in his in his interview that he will he likes work with young players, he will back young players because they have no fear. And I think that's two things we can see from Jackson and Kamara is that they they don't have that fear and they've they've they back themselves, they've got the composure, they've not they've not had relegations on the C V, they've not felt it. They might maybe it's just maturity but beyond their years or a little bit of like blissful ignorance in a positive way. But I think I think he had a fantastic performance. I love the fact he made an absolutely incredible tackle, which the Luton commentators were shouting for a penalty. Absolutely not. Won all the ball. And then two minutes later, he's putting the ball in the back of net at the end of the field. So great performance. But yeah, it's um, great following him to, for backing him as well. And obviously, players at that age, with a manager who will trust you, um, it, it's, it's only going to hopefully kind of bring bring more at them as we go, in, go out through the season. Yes. Um, so um, I think at, at this at this point, uh, we'll start to invite other people to, um, you know, if you want to have a chat, uh, you can send your requests in now and then Cosy will micromanage that in the best way that he does. Um, what I will say is I think a few people have tried to request speaking before whilst using a laptop and tablet and things and the request doesn't always come through. Uh, if in doubt, use your phone. It will always, uh, it will always ping through. Um, so we've got... <laughs> We've got uh, and Betty for Ballon d'Or as <laughs> uh, as uh, request. I can't say anything. We've got Dave Murphy and really. Betty. Must be uh, some player. This guy, <laughs> big Murphy. Yeah. Uh, let's bring. How are you doing, mate? Uh, so uh, get fired, get ripped in. I'm, no, I'm well, saying nothing. Go obviously, on, you know, he's had a bit of a stinker tonight, Annie. Um, I was what I was thinking, like forward thinking for Sunday. Obviously, we've you know we've got a point today. Unfortunately, now Kasumu's spend suspended, and you know it doesn't look like Mbappe is going to play. I just want to think, want to ask you guys, what do you think his starting eleven will be for Hull at home? Because you know they've been in free fall, sat the manager, and there's a good opportunity for us to get three points there. Um, and I just want to know your thoughts on what you think he might do with the starting eleven, really. You know uh, what? I'd just I, I, yeah, I'd probably keep it the same and maybe look to bring bring Hogging maybe to cover that gap. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, well. I'd, I'd put Nakiyama in, I think, at left centre back uh, for a start. Um, and then where would he him. tonight, Matt? Uh, well, we said he'd rested him due to you know a lot of travelling on international duty, and they said he looked tired and they hadn't spent a lot of time on the training ground. So hopefully they'll spend a little bit of training time with him this week, bring him up to speed. And I would play him at left centre back. I think he would probably add a good balance. And if and if he's not fit enough to play, then Ollie Turton did a fine job, didn't he? Um, and Bette needs taking out the firing line, doesn't he? That's four huge errors in. Barely sixty minutes of football. So yeah, I just I just want to go on record there. Like I said keep it the same. That's obviously 
<laughs> yeah, I knew what he meant. That's yeah. a given. <laughs> Just yeah. in case anyone got the wrong idea. <laughs> Do you think? I think he will. He will play again. I, I, yeah, I, the young I, players out there though. I know, it's, but I, just, I, I think, think you know he gave that penalty away. I can't remember we played at home when he he hacked somebody down, and then obviously he gave the ball yeah. away against Reading, and then his three massive errors tonight. And you know, God help us, but we need my opinion. I'll, quickly, I'll be surprised. Go. I'll be surprised if he plays if he plays a um, on Sunday. But you know, with, the with thing young is players, though, Matt, they're up and down, aren't they? So we'll probably need him, I guess, at some point, and and hopefully he's. Uh, He's improved a bit by then. The thing is, with David Archick told us on a podcast, if you think you're getting uh, Levi Cowell again, then think again. I remember him saying it really fiercely, yeah. With obviously, or it might have been Stephen, I think with David, but yeah, because obviously they spoke to people at Manchester City, so don't expect anything like Levi Cowell at this. He's very raw and stuff, and he is exactly that. I think I think what was frustrating for me tonight, and Helic as well, to be honest with you, is that they're big guys as well. They're big, big guys. So yeah, we're maybe not expecting kind of, you know, beautiful Rio Ferdinand Beckenbauer on the ball, but use your physicality, use your shit, and they just got absolutely bullied by the bear. It, it was embarrassing, wasn't it? And and it was just getting to a stage where if I were looting and their goals, I was just like, just just smash it up to this Ali Bale because he's just like he's just causing havoc. And that was a so frustrating thing because I'm thinking I won't mind if we had like small centre backs and stuff. Remember Tom Lee's not as big as them two, but these are big guys giving it back, man, but they were just not doing it and he was just doing what he wanted and second half to a lesser extent, but yeah, frustrating with that. We miss, we do miss Pearson for that though. He's been a big miss because he's an absolute rocket oh. in the middle of the back three. Like, last season, mate, you know, he had to break that block. And he's what do big... you think of Elik? It's you don't want to judge early on, but I'm not. Everyone ran, raving about him, this, that, and the other. But the only thing you'd say is that he's not playing with anyone, any decent partner. And I always think a good centre back partner should, you know, feed off each other. So he's got to wonder what's going on, especially tonight when he's playing with a, you know, raw kid. But you know what? I don't see the qualities that, at the moment, that obviously he must have. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, you look last year, the back three that they had, it was just so settled. You know, it was Lees on the right hand side, Pearson in the middle, and then, oh, I'm sorry, Pearson on the right, Lees in the middle, and then Colton on the left. And we've been chopping and changing. So they, they need to get a run together where, you know, I think he's got the, the, if he's playing three at the back, where you have the same three guys playing all the time, and then. You know, they feed off each other then. So one might go in and, you know, go up and win the ball and then one drops off into the space, etc. Um, in terms of Helic, I thought when we played, you know, at home, last home game when we won at home, I thought it was pretty solid. He, ever, he headed everything. But apart from that, he's been a bit calamitous, I think, really. Yeah, it's a little bit twinkle to a little bit Fred Flintstone on the line, wasn't he, when he, uh, on that first goal. <laughs> what the yabba dabba do, was it, man? <laughs> yeah, yabba dabba down. He's, he I, I do like him. I do like him. So he steps yeah. out for the third goal as well, which is a bit of, I mean, the third goal is probably more um, his fault than anyone else, but he steps out for that third goal as well, which is a little bit, I mean, inexperienced, not not quite where he should be. But I thought he'd flip it around give a bit of positive. I thought he did okay on the ball today. I thought he kind of, he, he brought yeah, it out a little bit. Too, he, he did pick some passes out. You find some good kind of central pass as well into feet. Obviously, first and foremost, you need defenders to defend. But I think there's a little bit of that game which I don't think we've necessarily seen too much of this season. But I thought that was a bit of positive for Hellett today. But yeah, um, I think, like I say, a bit of consistency, a bit of settled back three, back four will help. Um, but absolutely echo what you're saying in regards to Mike Pearson. Let's put all the money we've got in the club in to get him in the, all the expert treatments possible and hopefully uh, it's back as soon as, as soon as can. 
You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win, order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think what's what's good cause, I'll, I'll throw at you, I think... The last couple of games since Mike Fotheringham's come in, I think we've seen uh, an improvement. And maybe since uh, Chicho as well. The last three games, I think we've started to see Tom Lees coming back a bit more to what we saw last season as well, which is good to see. I think Tom Lees has been quietly solid the last sort of... I know we've conceded three today, but I wouldn't put any at sort of Tom Lees' door. I think he's uh, he's starting to get back to some form as well, which is a relief because he's a, a huge player for us. It would have- yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just before uh, we kind of talk about him on football, I just want to mention, because I'll forget it, but what a class touch, wasn't it, from Luton, about Helen, Eleanor Hague as, as well. What what a nice touch for that, wasn't it? Just put them flowers there and a little message in that as well and a big, you know, thing in the programme tonight. I just think sometimes in football, you know, the, the classy stuff just kind of doesn't happen in that as well. But for that to happen and, like, our guys to go down there and, you know, for them to remember her and that as well, for what she did for them and that as well. I just thought that was just such a class touch in a, in a game when I sometimes think that class kind of is not shown. So, Luton Town, respect, man. Yeah, so, you know, Luton Town, definitely one of the good guys, aren't they, when it comes to football? You know, they're one of the the more classier football clubs for sure. It's a, a cl- I don't like many football clubs, I'll be honest. <laughs> I just find everyone to be a complete bell end sometimes. But Luton Town are one of the ones that I actually have a lot of time for. They're a decent club of Luton. Matt? What do you think of Rhodes and Ward playing together? What, how do you feel that's kind of going? Or do you think we'll see a lot of that too, them two playing with each other? Uh, steady. Uh, I don't think they suit each other, to be honest, because um, Jordan does what Jordan does. He finds space in the box. Um, his hold-up play in his sort of latter career has improved a lot, Jordan Rhodes. You know, back to goal, he's actually quite useful now. His layoffs are good. You know, he, he plays out wide quite well. Um I'm not sure him and Ward work together hugely. I still think you need maybe someone with a bit of sharpness who runs the channels. And maybe we'll see that with uh, Tyree Simpson when he comes back from uh, from his injury. He's got, obviously got the patella issue, hasn't he, in his knee. So maybe we'll see a little bit of difference there. And, and Kieran Phillips is doing quite well at Morecambe at the minute as well. So there are different options. I know Phillips is out for the, mm-hmm. you know, on loan for the season, but going forward, there are a certain things that we can do if uh, they choose to. And they obviously took Rhodes off and put Mahoney on, didn't they? And Mahoney made, uh, played as a more sort of withdrawn player who sort of floated around. And, and for anyone who's played football manager, it's very sort of trequatista, isn't it? But, you know, and, and he was quietly effective at dropping into little pockets of space. Wasn't always uh, amazing when he got it, but, you know, the, the spaces he took up were quite intelligent, Mahoney, and I don't think he did did too badly. Um, whilst we wobble on, we, we're still inviting people to to speak if they want to speak. Yeah. Um, I'll just Matt, throw that one in because we've just had one brave caller so far. You would. It's, it's really tough. I mean, we 
you wouldn't expect him to know his, he's only been here a week to know his best 11, but me as a supporter, you, Matt, as I, we've got all these, it just reminds me of like my dad's jigsaw at home. We've got all these pieces scattered about and how do you kind of put it together? And obviously that's going to be his job, but so, uh, someone on another group I was saying, they think there's a, there's a good team there, but it's just, how can you get the pieces put together? It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. The worst thing is we've not really got, well, we haven't got the time, you know, kind of to do that. I just feel we've got a, by the time we leave for this one month break in the World Cup, I just hope that we're not kind of cut drift or maybe, you know, we're, we're right in there or out of it or something like that as well. It's, it's such a, it's such frustrating, isn't it? That it's just not at this preseason. Well, it is what it is. You know, we, we kind of wasted it with Schofield or, and what have you. He's playing catch up. It's, I just hope it doesn't kind of, cost us at the end of the season yeah I know what you mean because he's made a lot of talk hasn't he Mike Fotheringham about time on the pitch or time on the training ground hasn't he and he doesn't have a lot of time leading up to the World Cup uh, you know everything's really sort of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday Tuesday isn't it, it's, uh, it's pretty mad um, and that obviously means that's less time for him to work on specifics and you know it's more sort of game prep if you like but you know the, if we can stay in touch or stay in a decent position right up until the World Cup break, and I think that's where Mike Fotheringham's got to sort of earn his earn his money and his reputation, if you like, over the four weeks. We will lose potentially Helic, Nakayama, um, Sauber Thomas uh, to the World Cup, which is still great. Though. I just feel town get players going to the World Cup. Will Boyle a bit? Who knows? Who knows? But Kamara um, as well for France. Kamara, yeah. Kamara could play for anyone, couldn't he, in that <laughs> World Cup? <laughs> but he's... Um, but yeah, that's that's essentially where Mark Fotheringham's got to get his stamp on everything, isn't it? For now, it, it feels like it's a case of putting a plaster over things, you know, and getting to getting to a stage at the end of this run. And it's a good run. There's teams there that we can lose against, but beat as well. Uh, so if we can sort of stay in a, a semi-decent position, I know bottom of the league is not a decent position, but if we can stay decently in touch throughout this period, then that sort of three, four weeks is, is really key for Mike Fotheringham because he's that. And that's you know, where I'm, he's got to earn it. I'm, I've not really spoke, I've not really had a chance to like say other thing about him because I've not been on since it's been a point. But honestly, it's been so refreshing for me. I know talk's cheap, etc. but it's the first time for a long time. I, this is a guy I want to listen to pre and post match and stuff and that as well. I, I do like his kind of views, his, his honesty of that as well. I really feel that if he couldn't, obviously big ifs, but if we can get in a run and start winning games and and, and do it with some kind of younger players like Ben Jackson, you know, Kamara, that he, this could be a nice little kind of train that, that we have kind of together and that as well. I think the problem is it's just obviously it's coming nine, ten games in, so he's going to have to kind of learn on the job really and that as well. And like you say, he's probably found a lot about Embedded tonight where a lot of fans will probably be saying, well, you know, we've seen, you know, like you mentioned there, you know, the the mistakes he's made already, but obviously he's not, he won't have known that. And then so learned about him, we, we've seen him, you know, to give Johnny Russell kind of another chance again as well. And obviously Saturday it sounded like he were off the pace again. So he is, he is going to learn. But I think, no, I think anyone there who's like playing well, Matt, in, in the B team or, you know, putting it in, I think they'll get a chance under this guy and that as well. I just hope that they're, the crowd, I think the crowd was, you know, when there was a point, obviously there's quite a lot, oh, the hell's this guy and stuff, it's a cheap option. But I really do think that his press conference are kind of winning the, the team that people over and Saturday sounded obviously a bad day, but just getting a point here tonight. And yeah, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I really am looking forward to Sunday's game and, and getting in there, giving me all, for, you know, from the, 
for my voice singing and stuff. And I just, I think the team will give it back and that's all. It's just, we just need that quality. We can't keep conceding three goals every other game and expecting to climb the table. But there's something there, mate. It's, uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, thanks, Murph. Big Murph. I don't, I, can't, I don't know what your real name is. Let's have a Will. look on his profile. Uh, no drama, Will, there you go. It is on your profile. Cheers, Will. Um, yeah, thanks for getting involved. Good to hear from you as always, mate. Um, right. So, who needs... Uh, I've, I've done that joke already, haven't I? But we've got Stato on. So, uh, Stato, Ben, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, get ripped in. I'm good, thanks. Bet we got a point out of the game. First point I went on the road this season, which I think was quite important. I think it was a performance that we can like see where the team is going. I mean, like, the three goals to concede aren't great, but at the same time, we, didn't, we haven't really seen the season as score three and look like we can, like, we can score goals. Um, shame to miss for Kasuma to get sent off at the end. I think he will be a big miss against Hull on Sunday. But yeah, I'm just really impressed with Kamara and Jackson. Um, I think maybe playing Kamara, Jackson and Betty on that left-hand side, maybe a little bit of an experience there. But um, for me, the worry is now who we play at left centre back because I'm not a big fan of Boyle. Maybe you move Hillick over, leads into centre back, and then bring in certain. But is that play Nakayama? Oh yeah, Nakayama. Yeah, forgot Nakayama. Um, there you go. But buddy. he was nineteenth man today. <laughs> I think he chose not to play him. Mm. Like out mm. of, out of yeah. tactics, which is quite which is quite strange to me. Um, but it's interesting to see that like, the group of players that he's using compared to uh, Schofield. Um, it's, it's quite a big difference, I think. Like obviously Mahoney's like not featured at all in the Schofield and come straight in under under Fotheringham. Mm, well, Matt Fotheringham has made a a big sort of point, hasn't he, about getting attacking players on the pitch, Ben? And you know Conor Mahoney is that we've seen he's not particularly a defensive player, and we could perhaps see that towards the end in the. Uh, the movement which led to um, David Kasumu being sent off because that was sort of Mahoney's attempt at clearance, which kind of left us in a bit of a a bit of a pickle, didn't it? And Kasumu had to really take the hit for the yeah. team, didn't he? I've got no qualms with what David Kasumu did. It's a huge shame that he misses Sunday because Sunday's a huge game. Um, but, you know, Kasumu does what Kasumu does. But, you know, in terms of attacking talent, you know, are, are you quite excited about potentially, you know, seeing more of Pat Jones when he's back from injury and some of the other players as well? Because you, you do obviously keep an eye on the younger the younger team, the B team, don't you? And the likes of Brahima Diara, yeah. I'm sure, must be looking at this now and thinking there's a good chance for me here. Yeah, I think well, I think Diara and Rose sort of fallen out of favour this season. Um, but yeah, I've been banging my drum for quite a while for Jackson to get a, to get a chance. I thought he played really well in pre-season. Um, he's like he did, an, yeah. an attacking fullback. Um, it's what we really need. I, I think he's very two-footed as well. Um, like, like, see, like Ruffles this season, like he's just not He's been very left foot, but with Jackson, you feel like he can. He's comfortable on either. It was the goal at Tranmere, wasn't yeah. there? The, the goal where he cut in. There was an outstanding strike, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think I think Pat Jones is one that we need to just be um, just be careful about because I think he is quite injury prone and just like ease him into the first team because I think he's always picked up an injury already. Um, but he's very exciting. I think getting running at the fenders. Yeah, he's a. Uh... A lot of young players get that, don't they? Sort of they grow into, still growing into the body, don't they? And hamstrings seem to be the particular thing that um, is there. Know, it's not an Achilles heel, but hamstrings seem to be the Achilles heel, don't they? For a lot of young players growing into into the shape. I think Brahima Diara has been injured a little bit as well. Um, he had the uh, injury, didn't he, at Harrogate at the end of last season? I'm just yeah. going from memory, and I think he might have had a, an operation over the summer, which is probably why he's not gone out on loan. I would suspect, but I'm only guessing. 
at that. But so he's pretty much coming back today. And I think he got the winner for the B team who play, who beat Watford in the uh, the Premier League. I think it's the Premier League Cup, is it? You're the expert yeah. in Stato on the on the youth team. So yeah, so Raheem is coming back. So maybe things, you know, at three two. What impressed me as well was at three two, uh, how the team didn't fold. You know, Luton's such a difficult place to go to, uh, and they they definitely add pressure. You know that they're a team that play a lot of long diagonals. Uh, they've got big, strong centre forwards in Adibayo and Carlton Morris who will bash you if you like. And and the team didn't fold. And I think that's a real sort of feather in the cap of this team moving forward as well that they've uh, that they've not allowed themselves to be bullied out of the game and they've given a lot back and you could hear in the in the commentary on Sky in the background that the Luton fans were particularly rattled about some of the antics from Mr Nichols you know doing oh, his yeah. doing his usual and, and do you know what Lee Nichols today managed to waste four minutes of time from the 13th minute to the 17th minute I've never seen anything like it in my life and I could see that'll drive other fans absolutely mad yeah pathetic from Nichols today if I can't lie like there's absolutely no need to do that I sort of think I think Luton at the time they're basically saying like um, I, I think I agree what they're saying actually it sort of took the momentum out of the game for us I thought up until that yeah point, it didn't help us at all really that I agree man. Yeah. I thought it was crap <laughs> do that, that at the end not that, not yeah. then I agree with me so I thought yeah probably a bit poor for Nichols but apart from that I thought it was a pretty decent performance I mean just take away those individual errors and we're running away 3-0 there um, i tell you what let's bring in the K-maker as well Andy K so all the way from uh, from uh, Penniston we've got Andy are you alright I'll be there on Saturday Andy Penniston FM mate I'm on Penniston um, FM 9 till 10 mate so I'll, I'll listen in I'll listen in um, <laughs> that's that's one listener thank God for that <laughs> Um, yeah, that, I watched it tonight. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think they showed a bit of spirit, showed a bit of character. Nice to see my boy back doing what he's good at. Uh, some good coffers. Who was yes. he sponsored by? AKLD Trader. <laughs> you need to get his name right when you're, you're talking about him. That's, um, why, that's why he showed up, isn't it? That's why he showed up tonight. A bit of sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Must, right. have had some, right. uh, must have had a couple of talks, a couple of. Oh, uh... I've had a word. No, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the away fans deserve a bit of a shout out tonight because obviously I'm not listening to it on um, on the red button, but you, you could hear them, um, and they're only what the nine thousand Luton fans, so they, it didn't take much out singing. But I think they they did a good job tonight. Um, I agree with what has been said about the spirit, and um, uh, leave Lee Nichols alone as well. The lads doing what he's <laughs> best at. So yeah, yeah, might have disrupted the rhythm a bit, but that's part of it, and it's part of his game. Uh, but I, I quite enjoyed it. We showed some spirit, which we didn't show against Reading, I thought. Um, yeah, so onwards and upwards. It, it was first point away for a moment, so I'm happy with that. Um, yeah, can't go on Sunday, I don't think, so I won't get to to, to see them. But, but Kamara, my word. I mean, I, I'm a bit like Cosy. I'd seen him with me and my lad go and watch the B team a few times and absolute standout in the B team for a couple of seasons and he's just an absolute Rolls Royce of a player that lad isn't he so we've, like you said we've got to get him signed up on a, a big contract because other play, other teams will be seeing that kid at 19 he said been able to do that outstanding but I think much more much happier to be a town fan tonight um, a, a good point difficult place to go so yeah I'm um, I'm, I'm much happier than I was 
Andy, what are you made uh, of Matt, uh, Matt Fotheringham just kind of just coming in and what he said and forgetting the game on Saturday? How how's it kind of landed with you? Um, I don't I don't really know. I, I think he, he impressed me. I'd never heard of him, obviously. Um, he impressed me more with his, his his team talk and his passion, but um, the jury's out on him. I just can't get over how much he looks like Buzz Light Buzz Lightyear. So <laughs> that distracts me when I look at him most of the time. Um, in terms of what what he does, you know, I'm not a, a tactician. I don't know about that type of stuff, but I like the energy. You could hear Nathan Jones and Fotheringham on the touchline. They were both putting lots of energy into the teams on on the Sky Red Button stuff tonight. And, and, and I like that. And I think that's the bit that maybe we were missing. He's talking about having to put some training into him and some knowledge into him, which concerns me, given that, you know, that Scorpio was supposed to be a continuation of, of Cobra. And you see, you would think that would already be there and the attitude would already be there. So something not right behind the scenes under the, the Schofield reign. But um, if he's the guy that can put some energy into him and, and get him to show a bit of heart like they, they seem to do tonight, then, you know, I think, fingers crossed, we should be all right. I've just looked at the table. It's We're only two or three wins uh, away from, from getting out of it. We're not we're not cut adrift at this stage, and it's very early in the season. But, um, yeah, uh, jury's out for me on, on Fotheringham because I'd never heard of him, so I'm going to give the guy a, a chance. Um, but, but I would have preferred... My heart wanted Wagner, my head didn't. Um, so I think he's probably a better choice for the club than Wagner might have been. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. The jury's out on him. I'm, I'm happy to be convinced. Right, let's just throw in, uh, throw in if anyone else wants to uh, jump in and have their say as well. Because if you don't, we'll probably wrap up a little bit quicker. Otherwise, Cosy will start desperately slinging out invites to speak, and who knows who'll end up there. That um, last game, Matt. <laughs> and then, you, and then you forgot to record it. I want to get Mick Wadsworth on it. We're that desperate, mate. Oh, <laughs> Mick Wadsworth. I saw him, you know, a couple of years ago when we were doing the, the whole scouting thing and he was um, at Sheffield United and he's got such a, a dull voice that I almost fell asleep at the side of the pitch watching the game. He was so boring, the guy. I'm not surprised we, we almost sort of Played like the doll had lobotomies in that that season. That's that's for us oldies anyway. Now it's twenty years ago. Now that season, cause it's a oof, long time just, ago. Uh, just going back to what Andy said there, um, just to follow on for it. I think he makes a good point that he does. I think he's coming in a bit of a difficult time. Um, Reading away, Luton away, just the geography around it. Um, when Luton played, all that kind of side of things. Love like twenty four hours extra rest. It, it's probably quite a tough start. He does now have a window of opportunity, but it's quite critical for town these next three games, I'd say. Um, but they do present opportunities for him to get get points, a good home game against a team in free, free form. Rotherham, I mean, they've had their kind of heart ripped out of the club, pressing Clark score full of the money. So it will be interesting where we sit um, as we get towards the end of October. And hopefully, like, like um, Andy says, we can get a couple of wins and move out. But I do think now he's kind of, He'd love to say about his little apprenticeships, and he? he's kind of almost done his apprenticeship at Huddersfield with these games. Difficult, he's got a point out of it. Probably, probably not too, not too bad on paper if you kind of chalk them up when he came into the club. But now, Hull, Rotherham, Preston, and Middlesbrough equally good squad, but also with with um, troubles there. So, there's opportunity for him to kind of maybe get a couple wins, maybe maybe three wins, but certainly get some points on board. And and as we kind of move into November be significantly higher at the table so I think you do make a good point there Andy with regards to 
moving forward and where we might be there after the next few games. Cheers, Johnny. I don't think I've just remembered that. If there's anybody on here that's doing the, um, the walk on uh, Saturday, just want to wish you all good luck. Um, I did it last year, but I'm not doing it this year. So if anybody on here is doing it, um, all the best to you. Hope you have a, a good round of applause when you rock up for your deserved walk around the pitch on um, on Sunday as well. Power to anyone doing that. Uh, right. If no one else wants to speak, we will start to wrap things up. If anybody wants to come on and speak about Etienne Kamara, maybe Dwayne Holmes with his passing accuracy of eighty-seven point five percent. Anything, anything that tickles your fancy. The manager um, who you would have liked to have seen. Who knows? Anything that you want to speak about, I will give you a couple of minutes in the meantime what i will say is i'll say thanks to uh, magic rock for continuing to sponsor the podcast as well uh, if anyone fancies um going online and, and purchasing anything there you'll get 10 percent off if you use our code of ahttc10 i hope it's opening early on sunday matt i need some uh, breakfast <laughs> some fruit juice to go with my toast man <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, there's probably be a food truck as well there if you, uh, but I obviously don't have that to hand at the minute. But yeah, so if nobody wants to uh, to join in, that's um, that's cool, uh, and we'll we'll move on and, and end it. But you know, we've got the uh, preview show coming up. I'm sure Brady will be uh, Brady and Tom will be putting something together. So keep an eye out for the preview show for the whole game uh, coming up over the next couple of days as well. Uh, and then we'll probably be back on Sunday night uh, with myself, Cosy, and Co as well. Uh, we'll look back on the whole game and hopefully we'll have something positive to bring back as well from there so um, I've waffled on long enough I've been trying to buy time with all that Cosy uh, and we've not had anyone requesting to speak so that is that is fine everyone's happy yeah. mate we've got a point We're, I think so I think that's it, it? we are unbeatable <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's probably a good time Let's get them codded smash Sunday dinner time come on when... fish fish and chips man Andy are you sure you want to don't want to sponsor him not to sing anymore but not again, mate. He's never kept that bargain, has he? I can't remember. You, can't, you, can't, you can't stop him. You can't, you can't stop Cosy Rioke. It's just one thing you can't stop. It's a relentless train. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll pop this up on our, uh, on our usual place. Uh, thanks, everyone, for, for listening, speaking, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday. And Brady and Cole will be back uh, in a couple of days as well. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today? And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory 
So town play up And bring that car Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the car Back to Huddersfield. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order muck delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.